It is certainly a special privilege to be here with you tonight. You know, a gift to celebrate this Mass of the Lord's Supper with you. I think I shared with you that my retreat this year was a little unconventional. I had planned to spend it at a contemplative Benedictine monastery in Chicago. That didn't work out, but God's providence often works in that way. I spent it at a parish whose pastor is my closest friend out there in the suburbs of Chicago. It was a gift to have more than just a phone call or a day in and out uh, to be with one another, to share and to visit. His parish is a little bit unique. I mean, it's a decent size, probably a couple thousand families. He used to have a number of priests there in residence to help out, but it's dwindled all the way down to just three priests now. Three priests. <laughs> but they do have three weekday masses every day of the week. On Sunday, they have mass in Latin, English, Spanish, and I believe there's a Vietnamese or a Filipino a mass as well. The buildings are aging, uh, and times aren't terribly tough, but they're not easy, keeping the school afloat. You know, one of the meals, one of the last meals that we shared, we began to reminisce just a little bit about the days in seminary, and we said 16, 17 years of priesthood. It's hard to believe. And he said, if I had known then what I know now of the day-to-day life of the Dawson priest, I don't think I would have chosen it. I probably would have gone for something a little quieter, like a monastery. And I had to admit, yes. But immediately, we both agreed that this way of life has the capacity to change us. In fact, it has slowly made us better people. And if we had known then what we know now and made a different decision, then the outcome we both thought would have been quite different. It's, I think, and we did say this, not unlike so many of your I do's. It was rather abstract on the day of your wedding, full of roses and sunny skies. And that I do then began to take on definite shape over the years. And the joys and the losses, the sadnesses, the challenges, the trials, what you had committed yourself to became clearer and clearer over those years. There's a holy Dominican priest who said to us seminarians, and the reason why you became a priest will not be the one why you remain a priest. They do the best to teach us at school. Maybe they've gotten better over the years, but there's no real experience that can be 
just like being a priest or just like being married. The reason why you became a priest or you're married will not be the one why you remain as such. You know, it seems as though in the foot washing, Peter caught a glimpse of this, as though Jesus was showing him just a little bit of what the life would be like, and it recoiled. If this is it, <laughs> no, don't even think about it. But then Jesus reframed it. Unless I wash you, you will have no inheritance with me. You will not be with me. The commitment isn't to a particular duty or task, but to a person. You don't understand now, but later you will. Later, after the crucifixion, after the death that gives rise to new life. Like the Passover lamb of old, sacrifice binds together a people, a man and a woman, a priest, a parish, and ultimately God and those he loves. Sacrifice binds. It creates communion and transforms, like most of you know from your own marriages. And like we Catholics believe occurs within the sacrifice of the Mass and the reception of Holy Communion, a communion of life, a communion of wills, choosing again and again the love of God, the love of Jesus Christ, which has been poured into our hearts.